Welcome to A Game From A Podcast, episode 18. It's September 5th, 2015, and today we're talking Force Friday, Netflix slash Hulu slash Amazon Prime Video, ESPN is getting into eSports, yes, Android Wear is now available on iOS, and much more. Once again, you're listening to It Came From A Podcast. Where we curate pop culture for your inner geek. My inner your geek. Your inner geek. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm Sergio I.M. And joining me is Ricky Cosman. Que pasa? That's Spanish for what? What is it? What for happened? What's up? Okay, yeah. That's <laughs> uh, But okay, shut up. We're, we're starting with some sad news. This week, Wes Craven has passed away. Yeah. The legendary horror icon, whose body of work includes The Last House on the Left, The Hills of Eyes, Swamp Thing. Come on, Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing. Vampire in Brooklyn, and of course, The Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream series has died of brain cancer at the age of 76. So sort of young, I'd say. Young, but he lived a... He lived a fulfilled yeah, life. Yeah, let's say we're not going to ever catch up to He that. left yeah. his mark on the... Um, on, on pop on, culture, on pop culture, and on the world, and and I will say this: um, I, and I've said it many times, I am not a huge, huge fan of the horror genre. But, um, are you afraid of those movies? No, I'm not afraid. I'm just, it's not my thing. But, I, Wes Craven is is a legend, and I, there was ironically enough, his, the movie that he created that impacted me the most, and and really got me into the little bit of horror that that. I am into was yeah. was the Scream movie the Scream when Scream came Slashers, out Slashers man I I was I'm a huge fan of the Scream series um I love those movies and I don't know why because I don't like those kind of movies but there's something about that particular franchise that I love and I love Ghostface as like a a killer and stuff so um I mean yeah can you imagine how many like ghost faces were sold in Halloween I had, yeah that the year that movie came out that was the only thing and even now you still see it yeah. that's like people's like when people can't they're either too lazy or they, they don't want to get a costume their default is like the ghost yeah. face mask and you know what I even had it I'm almost positive I did and there was one with the, the blood that would squish on the face yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, same thing. Um, I am a huge, huge Nightmare on Elm Street right. fan. Uh, I, you know, I've seen those movies. I can't even imagine how many times we I've have, seen we them. We have Johnny Depp because of Wes Craven. Yeah, of course. He That's was, one of the most iconic yeah. horror scenes. Yeah. It's like when he's in bed, and the way they shot it is pretty crazy for that time, too. Not that it was, you know, that that, that long ago. But, I mean, you know, shooting it upside down yeah. and having the blood pouring out. and It's one of the worst deaths for Johnny Depp, too. And I think that's what, you know— that's definitely was something that helped him out. So, you know, I'm pretty sure we're all going to miss him. Rest in peace, Wes Craven. Don't cry. I'll try. Don't cry because we're talking Star Wars next. Force Friday has unleashed a whole new set of teasers. People are posting videos all over the internet of talking Captain Phasma and Kylo Ren masks, as well as some of the action figures that have lines from the movies that provide a ton of hints about the movie. So, you know what that means. Yeah, there be spoilers here. 
Dear me, spoilers. I'm spoilers. This is why we recorded it. So before we get into it, because I, I just want to say, people are saying there's leaks or whatever. How, how can they release them talking before the movie comes out? The Disney and Lucasfilm marketing machines are well-oiled, and they know exactly what they're doing. If we remember that first interview that we got on, in Vanity Fair with Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams, they said that they were going to try a new approach at releasing information. We weren't necessarily going to get everything in the form of a trailer. They have been dropping information little by little in interviews, teasers, and toys. We knew toys were going to be the big one. I mean, we've... We, we, we've seen characters and toys that we haven't even heard of, like Constable Zubo, and like, so that's how we're getting a lot of the information. So I'm actually happy that we finally know what, what Kylo Ren sounds like, what Finn sounds like. I was a little worried. I mentioned it earlier, one of the podcasts, that, you know, I love John Boyega, but he has a very thick English accent, like, especially in Attack the Block. So I was like, you know, if that's his accent in the movie, I may have a hard time understanding him. But now, yeah. now we know that he doesn't have that accent. They actually went the other way and he sounds he has like an American accent now which yeah. is in- interesting I, to me I was um, yeah, I, you know the thing is once you see these actors talk you know their, yeah. their normal yeah. talk yeah. without an accent I mean with their accent it's sort of when you watch a movie with them later on you know they're acting that much more, right? right? So um, I was a little let down, but it proves my theory, which I've, you know, I've been establishing this theory. Like, I have a book coming out next year, but pretty much that every single human in Star Wars is American, and that was my phone. That's not true. Yeah, even Obi. Obi's not American. Obi is clearly American. Tarkin was British. Well, no, you're the, wrong. The Emperor's British. Well, they're not British, Listen, but they have British I, accents. I don't care what you say. The book's printed, and it's going to be mass, well, you're massively... Gonna, you're gonna have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write my own book debunking your theories. Well, that's the whole point. That's the series, right? <laughs> but, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm i hoping it's going to be, okay, palatable. Let's say that. Palatable? Uh, Force Friday was awesome, though. I, I went out uh, at midnight. I went to Target. I didn't win, but my friend... Alexis, he won. Target was raffling off this huge... I mean, this thing is taller than me. What was it, though? It was a Chewbacca. A big, like, furry Chewbacca. That that Chewbacca? But... That Chewbacca, but big, and it talked. It was really, really big. Um, and the second he won it, people were, like, offering to, like, pay him $400, $700. People were offering... Was some- it custom-made? There's only two. There's only two at that store. There's others. So that was the only store in Miami that did it. So there may be a hundred of them in the country. Um, So wait, are you saying like six feet? uh, I would say like taller than me. Like five, five something. That's a little. Okay. So for anyone out there who's considering this though, this damn thing is a pain in the ass to upkeep. I literally have to comb its hair because it gets dust in it. So, you know what? I feel horrible for those people, first off. But people were offering to buy, like, our entire car. Like, my whole group, because he was part of our group, like, all our carts and stuff for that Chewbacca. People were offering him money. We, he didn't take it, obviously, because I, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have sold it either. Well, where is he putting it, though? I don't know. He, I don't know. <laughs> see what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like when you see people in the fair win one of those huge things, and then you see them in the parking lot, and they can't fit it in the car. Where did he put it? I don't know. I think he has an apartment, like a small apartment. So it's it's like somewhere. I don't know. Well, I'll say this. Um, if you can sell it for more, wait maybe a year. 
the toys went very quickly though. Yeah, I'm sure. Very quickly, like it was. I mean, I, I, I got mainly what I wanted, uh, but the toys went. I bought a really cool 31 inch Kylo Ren, which is awesome. Nice. Um, yeah, no, the toys, but but there's, I mean, there's some cool stuff out there. I want that. Well, that's Sphero, man. That BB-8. Uh, dude, you know what? Um, I think there's two versions. There's a hundred fifty dollar version. Which is the Sphero like one. Eight inches. There's, is it? there's a there, there's the Sphero one, which is the hundred dollar hundred fifty dollar version, and that's made by the people that actually made the Jordan yes, the movie. Yeah. And then there's like a regular remote control, the one that's like which 80 no one bucks, wants yeah. in comparison. Yeah. Um. So there's actually a lot of negative feedback attached to Force Friday now because some people, although there was well, many lucky people, there's good. a lot of people who got nothing. The thing is is that these toys are going to be constantly being produced and coming out. So people will get a chance to 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 be to get their hands on what they want. They just got to have patience. Exactly. I didn't I get everything that I wanted. Of course, yeah. Um, because it was just you basically have to choose you have to prioritize like like if you know if you make if you go get that while you're getting that somebody else is going to grab the other thing. So my main thing was aftermath. I really wanted the book, and I was able. There were three books at Target. My group got all of them. Well, um, I'm. I was gonna say there's not that many people going for the book as much as the toys, so that's probably. But there were only three. I know. Books. I was gonna say that's probably only only yeah, half three yeah. though. But then I went to Barnes and Noble the next day, and they had a whole stack. I'm of sure. Them, so, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing too. You have to remember that. Uh, I'm sure maybe some of these are limited amounts. Yeah. But I mean, Star Wars. I mean. You know, although they're probably people are complaining that there's a lack of a the, the amount of the toys they have is just very small. The best part about Force Friday wasn't even like it wasn't even buying the toys. It was, it was we we got there early, so just being around all the fans and stuff and talking Star Wars while you're waiting in line. That was what that's why I wanted to go out. That's what made it for me. So even though I couldn't get everything that I wanted, um, you know, it, it was still worth it because I got to talk Star Wars and. That's my favorite thing. Exactly. Yeah. About, so. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's the thing, too. And um, I will say this. If you're someone who's going somewhere for an event like this, um, there's people who come in. Maybe, you know, they're like, oh, no one's going to be there. But then they see the line. If you're at the end of the line, there's a chance that you're not going to be happy. Right. I've never been late to any of these kind of right, things, right, you know, right. like midnight opening, so to speak. So uh, that's sort of common sense to me. So if you're at the end of the line, you should sort of ex- expect something there, like that. There were that, people right? showing up at 12 and we're, we're like, ridiculous. what are yeah. you doing? Why? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, at that point, just come next week, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, as you said, though, it's true. I'm pretty positive that starting this week, gonna, we're going to see more. Yeah. yeah. And worst comes to worst, you go to Amazon, it's all there. Of maybe, course. Yeah. So. Actually, that's they had the same thing. And so. I mean, there was no line whatsoever in my house yeah. like it was just, you know <laughs> internet uh so anyways captain phasma sounds like a badass because of her mask right um i just i mean it's i'm Brian, afraid of her she sounds like brianna of tarth yeah which is, which, with, is, which is good with an electric with little, voice yeah, yeah. yeah and um you know so i'm ecstatic about that i, I th- you know i didn't know how far they're gonna go with the voice changer kind of sound but i will say that the, the speakers made kylo ren's voice sound like it was almost you know okay so uh, I'll say this. When I first heard it, I saw the video online. He sounded to me. It's, it's not like I was watching an episode of Girls. He sounded like his, <laughs> like his character from Girls. Like, like there was not a lot of voice modulation. And I was like, eh. I went to the Disney store yesterday. Mm-hmm. At the Disney store, they not only have the figure, but they actually have the mask that you can buy and put on. Yeah. And it changes your voice. And it also has stock things. When I heard it through the mask, not from the toy, it sounded a lot better. That's what I was going to say. A the speakers that you're seeing online, better. people have posted these videos yeah. online. And they don't... I mean, you know, these... By the, even in front of them, they barely sound okay. But now recording it through when a crappy you, phone, etc. When, you, et when yeah. you hear it in person through the mask, it... um. 
there is a little bit of a modulation to it. There is a little bit of a like like they do change it a little so it sounds it actually sounds pretty cool yeah um and as you mentioned too they are there are lines that they say that are of course from the movie together we can destroy the last of the jedi or together we will destroy the resistance resistance in the last Last jedi Jedi. yeah Yeah. and um, we talked about this how jedi could possibly be like maybe a small group of jedi But, I mean, I think you and I both know that it's, it's Luke. It's Luke, yeah. It's Luke. Granted, Hence the trailer I, there we is, saw, like the, te- the teaser trailer. There, you know, if you go off the old expanded universe, which is no longer canon, Luke does set up a, a Jedi Academy. Um, but I, I don't think that they're going to go that route. So I, I do think that Luke will be the last of the Jedi. And I think that he will eventually train Rey and Finn. And that'll be the new generation. But, yeah, I think it's talking about Luke. Yeah. I think he's talking to Ray. Yeah, and I think we're definitely going to dive deeper into every little specific line through our Star Wars special because it's definitely something that we don't have the two hours for. Right. Um, but yeah, guys, Force Friday. Uh, toys are out now. Go, you know, spend some money, some well-earned money. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can now watch Hulu with no commercials. I told you about this. Yep, called it. Rumors, I mean, rumor turned to fact. For a good reason. You just you can't compete with Netflix unless you cut those commercials, which everyone hates. Um, this week, Hulu unveiled their commercial-free plan, as we mentioned, which will run you $11.99 a month. So yes, pricier than Netflix, but for now, sort of, because Netflix, if you pay, if you pay for, there's a plan on Netflix that's $11.99, I think, and you can have 4K, isn't it? it? That, and you can have three people, like, you can have three people using it simultaneously. Yeah, I think 12 people are so. on, on my account at the moment. <laughs> I'm pretty positive. Let's not say that too loud. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, Hulu, it's, it was the obvious, it was, they had to, to compete, to compete with Netflix, yeah. you know. And Netflix did announce that they will be, you know, upping their prices as they go, most likely through different models such as 4K and right. this and that. Right. So, um, and even so, just the normal plan will go up in price because they themselves admitted that this is too good of a deal, right? Like Amazon. They're Prime. also coming out with all their original programming, so people will have more of an incentive to actually go and want to pay for an FD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Hulu definitely is something that it's sort of different. They have their differences and it feels like more TV. Hulu focus, Hulu's more about current live TV. So for people who are cable cutters, like yourself. Yeah. Um, and you want to stay up to date and not have to wait. Because on Netflix, you have to wait for the season to be over mm-hmm. and the next season to be starting for them to put the old season on. Um, yeah. So if you want to watch them as they air, Hulu is the way to go. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, it's something that they had to do for competition, as we mentioned. But there is this little kind of small amount of text right under that subscribe button where it says um, that some shows will have commercials. And this is due to... Um, Licensing agreements. So, like, probably a- ABC shows. Grey's Anatomy, yeah. Once Upon a Time, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., a few more on there. And that's probably because Disney has, like, a exclusive little deal worth out with Netflix. I'm so. sure, yeah. I mean, the thing is, not everyone's going to agree right away. Right. But I'm glad they did this because it'll push people to say, hey, look, this is how much they hate commercials, that they're paying more for no commercials, right? right. Um, so, yeah, um, I tried it out. I paid for the first month to see how it goes. And, you know, it sort of feels like you expect commercials, right? Because it's TV. And then never come. And then me and my wife were like, oh! you know, so it's a little, it's a little funny. So for cable cutters, it's a dream come true. Yeah, exactly. So while Hulu improves, Netflix is actually getting a little, little worse. That, that, I'm never making that voice again, by the way. You can now say goodbye to Hunger Games, World War Z, Transformer movies, and uh, Mission Impossible. I um, I actually disagree. I don't think they're getting worse. I think 
because Netflix is focusing more on unoriginal programming and, and all that stuff, I, I don't mind that these movies are being dropped. Like, yeah, they're dropping Hunger Games Catching Fire, but they're also getting Mockingjay Part 1. So yeah. it's not like, I mean, if you haven't seen Catching Fire at this point, you know. You mentioned that Netflix caters movies right as in almost like like a friend that they says do. hey you should check this out they, right they, they curate movies on a month literally on a monthly basis yeah every month. And it's true they, they really do they, i never saw it that they, way they take away movies and they bring new movies into new shows and stuff so um and they, they give you warning like it's out there like this is what's going to leave in september this is going to leave in october yeah they definitely do tell you yeah which is actually you know back then i don't know if they did before but i remember that um like maybe a month ago people would write articles like right. sites would have articles well, ign does it every month uh movies that are leaving movies that are coming so like you know you'll yeah. you'll, you'll know in advance yeah and and, I, and like what we talked about earlier they're coming out with more and more original programming so I think that's where their head is at like they're not gonna get rid of the whole movie and TV thing but they're not focusing on it as much which is why to me them dropping epics is not a big it's not a yeah, I mean so Epic still wins because they're going with Hulu so yeah and we didn't say that but this that's what happened this is because Netflix has chosen to not renew their deal with the cable company right. Epics right uh, Netflix is hoping like you said that the rest of their content as well as their original series will be enough to keep subscribers I'm sure we can all agree that this has something to do with money, but it's making Hulu look better, not only because of their new commercial-free plan, but because Hulu has signed an agreement with Epics. There you go. Like, it's just... Look, this is what's going to happen. Hulu's going to turn into Netflix, and I think Netflix is going to... I think we're going to look at, in in five years, I think we're going to look at Netflix as more of a studio or a channel than a subscription service i yeah. think that's where it's headed and i yeah. think hulu will take over that that area yeah i mean the thing is hulu does have a lot of tv and i can easily see them you know getting more of it and what they would do is whatever netflix ends up dropping they'll probably pick up yeah. just because it just it makes sense right you want they want to sort of say hey guys you know netflix is not caring enough about this content so we're gonna get it so it's kind know. of a win-win for everybody yeah when, when you i think mean about it the only thing is that now i have you know three different services yeah. which is fine because it's still way less than i mean cable. If, if you're a cable cutter to, if, pay, to pay for netflix hulu and then, well, to pay for Netflix and Hulu, it's what, $20 a month? Yeah. And then if you have Prime, it's $80 a year or something, or $100 a year. So uh, 100, you, you're yeah. not really going to feel it long term. No, you're you not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, it's still a better deal than cable Correct. because I can push all that content to Chromecast. This is my wife, and this is me and my wife right now. Okay, let's watch this series. Okay, well, let's go upstairs, push it to Chromecast, and that's it, right? You don't need to have yeah. the cable box in the room. I pay almost $300 a month for cable, so yeah. it's like, you know. Exactly, and I, I feel hard for you right now, dude. <laughs> but I want, I want channels. You know what? That money should go to your student loans, man. Oops. It's fun paying student loans. Never, never paying those. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> but yeah, I do have to say that this is really smart in Hulu's end, like we said. They're definitely making me consider whether or not Netflix is worth keeping only because... Like I told you, I, I'm, I'm someone who, hey, you know what movie I want to watch? The Graduate. Boom, there it is, right? Yeah. Now, the reason I haven't used a Blu-ray player in quite some time is because of these services, right? Like, you know, you want to watch movies, there you are. But there's movies that they won't have that I want to watch, and there's nowhere you can watch Correct. them online, so you have to buy the Blu-ray, right. right? So that's why I'm a Plex user. Plex, by the way, guys. Physical, I mean, physical media is slowly but surely on its yeah. way out, which and it sucks because I... Not that it sucks. I understand why, but I, I just for collector's purposes, I like having 
Yeah, the, the boxes, metal, yeah. especially when there's like sets like the Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and stuff. Of like course. I like having them. Up they're like, like books. That's why. Right. Like they exactly. look like books, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, the thing too is now I'm seeing situations where I have such a massive library of movies. I'm talking terabytes that I push to Chromecast. That now, if I want to watch a series that's just on Netflix, okay, here's my eight dollars. Let me see for this month. I'll watch your whole series and then you're done. You see, that's a problem that I feel like they're going to come against if they just have content that is exclusive to them, unless there's a lot of it, right? Right, which is it's going to get to the point where they're releasing every month. They're releasing a new show or a new, which they're almost they have to. Yeah, yeah, they're they're almost almost there. there. Like they're also they're licensing other series. Correct. There's actually some that are crappy from 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 the UK and they're labeling them as like Netflix original series and stuff. So, so you know, I'm a little worried about that because they had some crappy ones apparently, and I don't know. So, but yeah, interesting take on you know where they're going to be going if they don't. Hurry it up, because that's my money right there. And well, that's everything about streaming. Oh, wait. Streaming Wars. <laughs> streaming Wars. Uh, next up is Amazon Prime Video. How weird is it that we got all these all this news on this uh, week, right? Not weird, weird at all. all. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Amazon Prime Video is stepping up their game by allowing users to download videos for offline view. You know what? As someone who uses all three services, I'm very excited about this. This is stuff that dreams are coming true. I know people are worried about pirating and stuff, but I'm, I'm guessing that you can download. It's kind of like Spotify. You can download it for an offline mode, but you can only watch it through the Amazon app. Most so it's, likely, it's not like you yeah. can just take the file and of course. move and it around. Of course. be honest, if you're going to pirate that, yeah. you know where to find yeah, it yeah, already, yeah. right? But people were taking trips and all that stuff, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why people want it. Normally, like, you know, I went to Michigan like a few months ago, right? I forgot this one movie that I didn't upload, you know, and I didn't have anything to watch, da, 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 and that could have been solved by having it Selling offline, it, right? right? Yeah. So, um, you know, that's one way of making it so people consider pirating a little less because most people who have Amazon Prime uh, Amazon Prime Video is because they have Amazon right. Prime. So, yeah. Basically, if you have Amazon Prime, Hulu, and Netflix, your bases are covered for the most part because between those three, you'll probably be able to find what you want to see. You, you'll have more than enough content yeah, 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 to yeah. keep you busy for that month or, yeah, you know, yeah, month by month. Yeah. So, customers, win-win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On a Facebook post this week, then Diesel. I wrote Then Diesel. Best name. Then Diesel. No. Diesel. Vin Diesel teased the possibility of Iron Giant 2 and a Fast and the Furious mashup. No. No, he did not. No, he's just he just teased Iron Giant 2, but I want to see what you say. Anyways, he posted the latest trailer for the remastered version and said, quote, read it. I have been there. <laughs> I've been very lucky to have played so many interesting characters. One of the first and one of, and one of my favorites is the Iron Giant. So don't be surprised when you hear WB announce the sequel. Now, Vin Diesel has a pretty good track record of posting things like this that are not fake. Whenever he says something along these lines, there's usually a lot of truth to it. He teased a Marvel project like for months and months and months and then they announced that he was playing Groot and like so I I will say that there's like an 80% chance this is gonna happen because yeah. if he's posting it if he's putting himself out there and posting it A he more than likely has approval from the studio to post it and B it's 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 gonna happen I I mean I would want nothing less so let's be honest that movie can live on its own it doesn't need a sequel it doesn't even need anything else right you correct can, I mean maybe maybe a book Maybe I'd like to read it again outside of a script. I'd like a I'd like a a graphic novel. 
Yeah. Right. Like that, that art stuff. But you know what? It's one of those movies that's so, it it, it nails like a Disney formula pretty much. Right. It's, it's a very Disney movie without being a Disney movie. Yeah. And it's, I'd say it's actually better than some of the Disney movies out there too. Uh, Especially like, you know, all the damn sequels that are out now. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, I'm excited about this and I talked about this before. There's a lot of, there's like a hype train going on right now for Iron Giant. And it's at this point colliding with our faces. It's going to, it's already hit the theaters and the big screen. It's coming back in October. Uh, I'm not going to miss it that time. I have to yeah, watch I'll it. Yeah, I'll go watch it too. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that this actually happens. I would, you know, I would love an Iron Giant tattoo. I was thinking about it the other day. Okay, that's off topic. We can't, we can't do that. Why not? I don't know. Sergio, you know one of your wildest dreams is coming true. <gasps> We're going to China. We are going to China. We're recording our first live podcast from there. Um, they probably wouldn't let... Uh, pretty, aren't we banned in China? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's why it's my okay. uh No, 20th Century Fox and uh, Turner Entertainment are currently developing a Mega Man movie. Play the cue! Um, so, you know, we've also got news recently that, that Nintendo wants to get back into movies. Now, this is completely unrelated to that, but... We're going to start getting a lot more video game movies, I think. Um, yeah. Um, I know Mega Man's one of your favorite properties, so how did you feel about a live-action Mega Man movie? I, you know what? I just want them to make a comedy. Because the idea of... Uh, if you've looked online, you'll see people wearing a Mega Man outfit, and it just looks hilarious. It just it doesn't work, right? That's the whole point. Right, right, That's right, just right, hilarious. Right, yeah. I would love to see that happen. <laughs> And just, you know, as a comedy, right? Just mess around with it or something. Because I don't know if they can they can pull it off unless it's I'll done be, correctly. I'll be honest. I can't picture a live-action Mega Man movie. I can't. It's hard to picture. You know, who I did like, though, was um, Astro Boy has, you know, machine guns in his ass. Right. Like, <laughs> well, yes, he has that, but that's not why I brought him up. Um, he has, like, a live... No, not, not, not live-action. CGI. CG, CGI. A CG movie that I, my daughter loves, by the way. Some people hate because it's I, not... Is it good? I, I liked it. it, but you have to throw away everything you know about the, the <laughs> original series like and, you know, the comics and the manga or whatever. But, um, you know what? It looked really good. And that's why I don't understand why they wouldn't just take this to CG instead of live action. Um, if they're going to make it work, like, they have to make it so it's a kid. Because that's the whole point, right? He's like a little kid. Right, right. And that's why it, the suit doesn't look as ridiculous. I would but, I would think that it's going to be a heavily modified suit. If it's I'm live action sure, tool, yeah. we see now. Yeah, I can't hope pic- it's not tight with the picture, mechanical parts. I can't yeah. picture that. I mean, granted, I don't think they've officially said it's a live action movie. I'm just I'm assuming if 20th Century Fox is behind it, it's going to be live action. I can't picture them doing a non-live action movie. We'll so. see. I mean, I think it's something that would be hilarious. <laughs> so, hey. Let's see. It's that time again. Thing of the week. The, the, the thing of the Rock week. That bass. Thing of the week. The, the, the thing of the week. Yeah. All right, Ricky, what is your thing of the week? My thing of the week is Star Wars Aftermath. It is the new novel by Chuck Wendig. I have been talking about this a lot. Um, it, we finally know what happens after Return of the Jedi. Everything that happened in the Expanded Universe is gone. So this is our first official glimpse. It picks up about five months after Return of the Jedi. Um, I'm still, I'm about halfway through it, but finally getting a lot of the answers that I've wanted for so, so many years. Um, and now that I know, I know that it's actually part of the canon. So um, I'm having an amazing time just reading it. And 
seeing where Leia is, seeing where Luke is. Uh, it's it, it, it's based around new characters, but we still get a glimpse of what the other ones are doing. And uh, I, I had some. Re- I'm not gonna talk about them now because we'll do a review. But I had some strong questions that I wanted to answer, and they're they're answering them. So that's my theme of the week. Uh, so far, so good. Dude, I I really want to get into the canon. I just feel like there's so. I remember back then, before they decided to right, write right. canon, it was, there was just so, so much. much. I I was like, you know what? The movies are enough for me. Well, if you don't if you don't start getting into it, not it's not happening. That's what I'm saying. I definitely have to go into it, and we might actually do something with the books for the for the Star Wars series too, just because we need to, and it'll help me read through them yeah, a little yeah, faster. Yeah, yeah. But let me just say this: it's extremely nerdy that you're talking about fucking Star Wars and a book. Because my thing of the week is pretty cool compared to that. (laughs) Anyways, of all the stupid Star Wars crap out there, books, books. No, I'm joking. I love books. My wife loves them, too. Um, We finally have a legitimate use of good licensing. And guess who it's coming from? Uh, Pottery Barn. Well, you read it. uh, (laughs) It's not even guessing. Uh, Yeah, Pottery Barn is releasing a Millennium Falcon bed. All right, so I want to get your nerdy books out of here, man. I want to get my wife pregnant, like now, just so that I can. Or you could just use it yourself. I probably, I probably fit in that. No, it's a twin size bed. I probably fit in that bed. Now look. It's a twin size bed, and I'm convincing my wife that the reason I need to buy it is for Riley. Riley. All right. right. It's just uh, well, I guess if she <laughs> listens to this, plan out the window. But um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm gonna use as an excuse to pick one up. It's currently on sale for the low price of four thousand dollars, dude. That's nothing. I mean, an actual piece of the of the Millennium Falcon. Well, it's not an actual piece. It says it's, actual actual it's, piece it's, somewhere <laughs> on there. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, a job posting for a general editor, eSports, was found on ESPN's job board. It revealed a number of details that pretty much makes it seem like ESPN is manning up, manning up, I said it, and diving into the wonderful world of eSports. A lot of ESPN viewers freaked out when ESPN started airing eSports. I think it was like ESPN 6 or 17 or <laughs> 6,000, whatever channels they have. Um, and they aired, I think, Dota. And yeah, I think they did some League of Legends. And they're doing more and more, right? And I'm so glad that this is happening because, I mean, I love eSports. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually came out with a new channel just dedicated to eSports. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best approach because um, it's, you know, it would lead to maybe, what, like a 4,000 something channel you could right? par- partner up with twitch or with youtube gaming easily like- enough yeah and the thing is there uh, um uh, as someone who's worked with people in esports i definitely know that one of the things that they say the most is oh we are the espn of esports, e-sports. oh we want to be the espn right. oh look look at espn let's do what espn is doing right as someone who creates those things it's very tired can you imagine watching like sports center every day but it's like all focused on esports yeah. yeah and you don't want to know how many times a client goes hey you know sports center i want that and it's like <laughs> you know uh, anyways that's something else though but yeah i'm i'm happy that now espn can say they are the espn of esports Sports, right. But also, I'm happy to see all the arguments and the crazed sports fanatics who hate that they're considering these things to be sports. I mean, yeah, that's another debate, but if I don't you, care. If you would have spoken to me... Five years. A year and a half ago. Oh, wow. That's less. Yeah. I would have been one of those people. I'm still halfway there. Like, I, I'm, I have a really hard... I have a hard time un- like understanding how people watch 
this as a sport, but I get it at the same time, and I'm I'm warming up to it even more and more. Um, I'm gonna teach you how but, how we do it yeah. one of these days. You'll <laughs> see. I'm gonna sh- the next international. I'm a big I'm a big sports fan. Like, yeah, sports fan. Of so, course. Yeah. So the fact that it's in the same category, like it's something that I'm having a hard time grasping, but. I can understand it at the same time, so you know I'm, I'm yeah. almost there. But it's I think it's a way that um, you can. The argument can be this: Is it a sport? Right there, you go. There's your argument. Let's talk about that three, four hours, maybe days. Um, it doesn't matter. The point is this: There's money to be made, Correct. and ESPN does not have their Correct. hands in it. Right. So smart move on their end. Um, even if you hate it, guess what? You don't have to watch it. Here's a question. So say ESPN comes out with their own channel, esports, huge. You think it affects Twitch and YouTube gaming if they don't partner up with them? Um, yeah, it's competition. I don't think they're going to partner up with them only because I feel like if they do, maybe they'll start off that way and then it'll turn into something like, hey, we're bigger than them. We have way more money. Why don't we do this on our own? So should Twitch be a little worried? Uh, they have to worry about YouTube gaming yeah. right now because now they have competition at the same level. But then also, if ESPN goes into the streaming game, maybe? I don't know. You never know. But they're broadcasting. So, in other words, they can work with Twitch because they probably won't I, be streaming. I feel like if you're at home, you have the option of turning on SportsCenter or well, going on Twitch. People are going to turn on the TV. Well, the thing is also, in ha- it, you gain audience members. Like, you know, you gain the audience that ESPN has on their cable network, right? Um and also, it opens up the world to you know saying that this major sports entity is now. It makes know, it more. Ma- it. It ma- yeah. The second it goes on ESPN, it's more. It's mainstream. And this is something that you know esports people have been waiting for. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Google dropped the Seraphs this week. I mean, hardcore drop. Right. And they updated their logo with a nice and clean, flat look. Have you seen it? I have seen it. What I are your li- thoughts on it? I like it. It's a. Uh, it's 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 a little more whimsical, which yeah. I, I like. Um, um, yeah, the, the colors pop a little bit more. I actually went this, the day that I dropped. I went on the Wikipedia and I saw the comparison of all the logos throughout the years and stuff. And yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's the color. The colors pop a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more. It's whimsy. It's more whimsy. Yeah. And I like it. What they over on their blog. This is where they revealed that they had a video where they go really through. Cool. Yeah, they Google go makes through the all best, the, the yeah. best commercials, man. They have a lot of the freedom best. there, man. That's how you yeah. create the best work, right? Um, they have the history of the logo, and it's very interesting. If you guys haven't seen it, we'll have that link in the description for you. Um, but one thing that I did love is that they talked about it as an evolution of them, not only the logo, but the company itself, right, right? right? And I completely agree with that. I think that's something that they're very much keeping to the times. They're not about like, hey, let's work on something that's old and keep it updated as much as they are. Okay, so Yes, we're based on this, but let's add this and add that. And they're evolving, right? So it makes sense to see this, especially since if you remember the Google logo um, before this one, of course, is it had those, um, it had a lot of like three fake 3D on right, it, right? right? Like it had like. I think a, the, 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 there's either no shadows or the shadows are re- reduced on this one, and it's like. On no, the no, well, what happened? It had like, you know, the curvature on the right, letters, so right. it looks like it's 3D, even though it wasn't. And that's something that they dropped, and they had it flat, right? Flat color. Looked good. Then what they did is they dropped the serifs. I never noticed that the E at the end of Google was not upright. No. Oh, well, yeah. It actually, it like geometrically, tilted. it makes perfect sense. The math is perfect. Now, another thing that's actually interesting, I don't know if you know this, is that this logo is actually very efficient HTML-wise. 
In other words, it's a lot smaller to load on pages. And, you know, most people out there are saying, hey, why does that matter, right? Because, you know, it's, it's fractions of like a little bit of math, right? But that kind of thing matters a lot in other countries where you don't have the kind of internet speed we have. And let's not, let's not forget that our internet is sort of crap as it is, right? But there's some people who have little to no internet. Right, right, right. So that logo loading a little bit faster or, you know, just appearing at all is something that now, is actually good. Like when now whenever you use a, one of the Google services, and I think I think I saw this in the video, that it, it actually gives you the little colorful dots while it's working, so mm-hmm. you know that it's working, yeah. which yeah. it did before. I know that Google released an update to Chrome, which they're basically calling the Flash Killer, because now whenever... It detects Flash, it'll just convert it into like HTML5 or whatever, so. Yeah, which is about time, by the way. Flash is on its way out, yeah. Look, I, I disagreed with Flash dying when it died. Well, you know, Apple announced yeah, yeah, yeah. it died. Um, but now, it it's seems like, there. you know, it's, it's like someone sort of saying, hey, listen, you're 99, you're about to die next year, so yeah, let's get ready for it, right? So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I like the logo, and. Just, thought, at the end of the video, I like that the, the CEO, he says, he says something along the lines of, and we're only beginning to tap into like the potential that we have, so who knows what? Of course, you know, alphabet. And it, this this matches. It, it's more in line with the alphabet logo, which is one of the reasons they did it too. I think I'm sure. It matches yeah, a little I'm bit positive, more. Yeah. So. And this is you know evolution at its best. Yeah. So since we're in in Google world right now, in a very smart move, Google has stated that you can now use your Android Wear watches on iOS devices. Smart move. We knew this was coming. Google has announced it way. I mean, he, they announced it like I think what during launch of Android Wear, and I think it's just genius. This is the kind of thing that sort of keeps Apple. I'm sorry to say, but tagging along at this point. Uh, if you want a smartwatch, Android Wear is the first thing I would suggest to you. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. You have options. Right. Okay, so like, it's not just like, hey, you want this band or do you want the the other band? This one costs like what is it, three hundred bucks more right. or something like that, right? Uh, and let's be honest, as someone who used to wear watches before they were smart, like I would have multiple watches with multiple multiple bands and whatnot and, you know, switch them around, right? Because you want them to look different. And also, even like design-wise, like the Moto 360 looks 10 times cooler than the Apple Watch, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's like... Of course, you don't want to, you know, I what I, I'm okay with is having a solid color to use more often maybe, but that's why, you know, the, the black version right, is so right, popular right. with the Apple Watch. But if you want something like, you know, a leather strap with, you know, blue this etc you can customize yeah exactly man like, you want you want them, you know uh, <laughs> i wonder how well it'll work with the apple devices that's well i mean the thing is it's gonna be using it pretty much it's google now right and google now works great on ios devices so the watch itself is gonna most likely run on it on its own with the app now i don't think it's gonna affect that much because outside of notifications maybe customization would be a little bit more problematic but i'm sure that android i mean now the point is this let's say you're considering oh i don't want to you know go to apple because i have an android you know watch and i have an android phone and i don't know whatever now if you want to go ahead go on go on ios if you want there's no problem with that you can still use your watch right um samsung has their own custom ones which suck i i tried i mean look cool ideas but no one wants an os that you know it's just not going to be updated in five years right uh there's pebble which is very user friendly and it has the craziest battery life i just i like my color on my screens you know and i like the the android where um the having that be run by google is just a good thing and you know the apple watch locked to ios and that's now their problem right now people are going to say crap i have this super expensive watch and i want to go to android i can't i can't use the watch right so this is what apple should take from android um 
baseball, Android Wear, because now you have the competition on your own playground. That's pretty crazy, That's right? Crazy. I, I'm pretty sure something's going to happen where they're going to try to find a way to shut it down. Maybe, like, at least cripple it. Yep. So if you're curious, I'd suggest you look into the the new Moto 360 and the Asus Zen Watch 2 because I'm already looking at them. And my wife should not know that. I'm waiting so, for that new Moto. Yeah. Uh, so great watches. Go check them out, guys. And, hey, I almost guarantee you Apple's going to want to do the same thing if they're smart. I will see you coming soon. So that's it for the week, folks. Once again, I'm Sergio A.M. And I'm Ricky Casvan reminding you to... I'm going to say it. Cut your cable, not some cookies. Not other people. Don't cut other people. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't cut other people. All right, bye. Now, if you want to interact with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Facebook and Google+. So check out the show description for those details as well. And finally, if you want to support the podcast and help us out, the best way is to subscribe and share. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or just manually by adding us to your favorite podcatcher through our RSS feed. To your friends, family, enemies, personal robotic butlers, anyone you can think of, we'd really, really appreciate it. We really would.